Hey, everybody. Welcome to the call. This is Rebecca Matthias, and I am so excited to be here with you today for the Legendary Leadership Radio Show. I'm an intuitive business and success coach, and this is the Legendary Leadership Radio Show where women in business from all over the globe gather each week to come together and get accountability and guidance to get more done. You are truly the pioneers that are leading the way on a new path of getting it done, where there is success, accomplishment, increased self-confidence, and project completion. So get ready to say goodbye to looming open-ended projects that drain your energy and take a stand for stepping into your own definition of success and accomplishment. I started this weekly show to support you, motivate you, and educate you as to what actions and mindset you need in order to create the success you deserve so that you can live your best life, inspiring and empowering others. These shows are a way for me to give back, and they speak most near and dear to my passion of supporting and empowering people making a difference in the world through their business. You can connect with me at RebeccaMatthias.com and join the Legendary Leadership uh, Facebook group over at Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash legendary leadership. So welcome to the call today. The title of the call is Boost Your Business Success and Your Client's Experience. And as some of you on the call may have gotten the email that went out earlier today, or perhaps you saw a post of mine on Facebook and got the call-in directions for today, you may have seen that I test drove a Land Rover recently. So from this experience, this radio show was inspired. And so each week, essentially, I pick something from my own experience to share from a place of transparency with you and also give you business tactical, practical tips. In addition to that, also giving you the inner game of success and the outer game of success and giving you strategies to master both because you can't have the outer game of success without working on your inner game of success. So I also wanted to make a quick announcement. For next Tuesday, we have our first Legendary Leadership guest that will be on, and that will be Amazing media and PR guru, Natalie Marshall, and she used to do producing for the Oprah show. And she's going to be on telling us how to get our media and PR done. So this whole community and supportive people is about supporting you to get it done. So I actually have another guest the week after that. So I'm really excited. Um, Typically, I have decided to have one expert guest on once per month. And so for June, I'm actually going to be out um, and the radio show is not going to be happening that second week in June, that second Tuesday in June. And so you're going to get fabulous guest experts back-to-back here the last two weeks in May. So it's just a really great bonus to be bringing that for you and helping you really catapult your business to the next level. So I'm going to start out with my story of what happened with this Range or the Land Rover that I test drove. 
and then we'll get into implementing the aha moments and implementing the strategies that you can put into your business to create incredible success. And I am certainly implementing what I learned in my own business. So for a really long time now, I have really, really, really loved the Land Rover. I love the way that it looks, and I've been really excited to go and test drive. And so the first part of this teaching that I'm going to share with you is when you want to manifest something, when you want to make something happen for you, again, there's that inner game of success and there's the outer game of success. So the inner game of success in this particular scenario is I have to align my thoughts with believing that buying a car at this level of you know, luxury and price is possible. I might not know how I'm going to come up with the money or I might not know how I'm going to make this happen or when or something like that, but my job is to show up and align my thoughts on the inside. So once I align my thoughts on the inside, things will start appearing on the outside that I can take action on. So for example, if I'm aligning my thoughts on the inside, to create whatever dream car I want to manifest or what have you, in this case, the Land Rover, um, perhaps. We'll discuss that part in a little bit. Um, that what you need to do is spend time visioning. And it is important, too, to come up with how many different ways can you create what you want to make happen. Like, if you want to invest with a coach, if you want to create a new car, whatever it is that you want to make happen in your life, Definitely sit down and look at the, all the different potential ways that you can make this happen. Get creative. There might be a solution really sitting right in front of you. You might be able to access some money or there may be a retirement account that you forgot about from an old job or you might have an aunt or a grandmother or someone who wants to really support you in creating whatever it is that you're creating that you can reach out to for help. You know, if you're investing in your business, maybe there you need to get a business credit card or something. I mean, there's when people are investing in their business, there's good debt. You know, you're going to get a return on your investment, and investing in your business is an important thing. And most people do accrue some debt when they're initially investing in growing their business, and even down the road sometimes. So you might accrue some larger debt down the road after you've created more success. So aligning your thoughts on the inside, spending time daily visioning, imagining the outcome, and not necessarily spending a whole lot more than just five minutes per day. You don't need to make it complicated. Journaling about it can help as well, asking, and then opening up to receiving. And so really aligning yourself on the inside so that you are aligned vibrationally and your frequency is different for when you want to call in whatever it is that you want to call in. And so, as I said, for a long time, I was really all excited about the Land Rover. So that's the inner work. The outer work is what can I do in this present moment to take action on what it is I want to create? So going and test driving a car is totally free. And you might get a cool picture to put on your vision board if you have a vision board that makes it a little bit more tangible and real. 
And so I kind of actually put off the test driving thing. Like now I'm at a, a position where I can buy the car. But even if you're in a position where you are unable to purchase a car or whatever it is that you want, you can still take that external inspired action to start setting in motion the pieces, the, the places, the people, and the things that are necessary to create whatever it is that you're wanting to create. So what is in my power to do that costs me nothing is to be able to go and test drive a car. So my husband and I kind of turned this into a date night, and we went out on Friday night. We got a babysitter, went out on Friday night, set up a time to test drive the car, and then went out for a great dinner afterwards. And so we get there, and I meet the guy that's, you know, going to do the test drive with us, and He's kind of showing me all these features, and uh, initially, my initial response was I was a little bit disappointed. So there's like a couple of features that the car didn't have that my current SUV does have that kind of matters to me. Like, I like that I have a button on my keypad, and I can pop my trunk and throw whatever I want in the trunk. And I also like the keypad keyless entry on my current SUV. And these are options that the Land Rover does not have. So we go on this test drive. The car is driving really awesome. And the guy is explaining all these different things about the car and the history of the car and what the car does and how it levels out and how it's, like, got triple sealed doors and, oh, I can't even remember half the, you know, half the stuff I was totally bored and yawning. And so as he's explaining all of this stuff about the car, I'm sitting there like, how do you turn the air conditioning down? I'm freezing. And so when I, what I'm talking about here is that he was speaking another language. He wasn't speaking my language. So you need to be able to speak your client's language to increase your sales. So what he found valuable wasn't what I found valuable. And so if you're speaking in a language where you find value in these particular features or you find value in whatever it is you're selling or whatever the opportunity is that you're offering to your client or potential client, you need to be speaking a language and you need to be speaking in a way that the client values it. Because if you're speaking about what you value, it might not necessarily be what your client values as well. And so what you need to do, if you haven't done so already, is really, really, really study your ideal client. Study who are the people that you want to work with and what is important to them? What is the lifestyle that they want to create? What do they do with their free time? You need to know the specifics, and the more detailed that you can get about knowing these things, the better. So ask your current clients these questions. Maybe create a survey. There's an awesome free service called SurveyMonkey. And you can, you can find out what exactly your clients value and what exactly it is that they're looking for when they're, invest, when they're investing their money as a consumer and what it is that you have to offer. And so in my case, I'm always asking lots of questions. Even if the person doesn't end up signing up for coaching with me, I want to know everything that impacted their decision. I want to know every hesitation 
because that gives me the ability to show up and serve my clients better. So this guy could have probably made a really easy sale if he was speaking my language and he took the time to find out what was it about the Land Rover that I liked. Why was that particular feature important to me? What current features on my SUV that I have now that I really love? Or are there any current features on my SUV now that I don't love? What would I like to have different? You know, my current SUV is like nine years old, and so there's a lot that's basically outdated, right? But I still absolutely love my current SUV. And the other thing about it is it's, I think this is really funny. It's like here I am going finally going like, you know, new car shopping, and there's features on my car that is nine years old that the new car doesn't have, which is like kind of mind-boggling to a certain degree. And so the, the value and the gold in when you're serving clients and you're serving more effectively and efficiently is asking questions. What is the kind of experience that they want to have and what's important to them? So really getting clear and getting to know people. And people really love that because here's the thing. In this day and age, we are so overstimulated and so busy, and people are just, like, on such output of information. It's like you're posting on Facebook, you're posting on Twitter, you're posting on LinkedIn. Like, you're constantly putting information out there. So people really appreciate it when you take the time to get to know them and listen to what is important for them. And to really hear them, I think even just socially, if you think about like going out with friends or something like that and spending time with a group of people or what have you or going to a conference or something, so many people are just so focused on themselves that they really don't take the time to listen effectively and to listen on a really deep level, to really hear another person and to really validate how they're feeling and, and, and mirroring that to them essentially and saying, you know, gosh, I really hear that this particular thing is important to you and, and I get that that's important. Or if you don't get why it's important, then ask them, why is that important to you? And maybe it's something the person hasn't considered. So a lot of times the breakthroughs and accelerating your success comes from asking smarter questions, asking better questions. And then after asking that, the question, the second part of that is being a really efficient and effective leader. And one of the biggest keys to being an efficient and an effective leader, or listener rather, is um, to hear what they're saying and being present. So often people are texting and multitasking and looking on Facebook and, you know, doing a load of laundry or, you know, whatever it is that, that the multitasking is needs to stop when you're really wanting to be present with your potential client and really listening to them and being fully 100% present. If you're meeting with someone in person, I would really recommend most smartphones these days actually have like a do not disturb button so that you can really pay close attention and focus on the person and they're going to feel your energy. They're going to feel 
your focus and they're, they're going to feel you being present with them during that interaction, during that. And it's going to make you stand out in the marketplace. And the reason why it's going to make you stand out in the marketplace is because, again, most people aren't effective leaders or listeners. I keep saying leaders. Um, effective leaders are good listeners, right? And so most people aren't used to having that level of, of presence and attentiveness to being listened to like that, and that is going to make you stand out. They're going to remember that. They're going to remember that you were focused, that you were listening properly, that you were listening in a way that allowed them to feel really heard, and that you weren't multitasking and focusing on other things. So that was my first aha moment is really looking at different um, elements and being like, you know, one big thing for people is getting on the same page with what they value, getting on the same page, speaking their language, and hearing what's important to them, and then offering whatever service it is that you have for them by speaking their language and allowing them to know that you hear them, or perhaps even seeing that what you're offering is not a fit for whomever you're offering this to because the values are out of alignment. So that's another really brilliant thing, too. So for those of you who are service-based entrepreneurs, doing a discovery session or a getting-to-know-you session is critically important. It's allowing you to get to know the client or the potential client, and it's also seeing whether they're a fit for you. You know, I would highly recommend that you all have client requirement checklists so you're very clear about the type of clients that you are going to work with. And don't sacrifice. If someone, if you're meeting with someone and you're getting, you know, you're having a getting to know you session or a discovery session, whatever you want to call it, if they're not a fit for you, have the integrity to say, look, this is typically not, a, you know, what I would work with or this isn't my area of expertise. However, I can refer you to someone else. Because here's the thing, if you settle for less, you and the client are going to end up being miserable. And second of all, you are blocking other clients from taking that space that are the clients that are really meant to work with you. So be very clear about who it is that you want to work with and who it is that you, how you get to know people and, and making sure that your values are aligned and it's someone that you're really excited to work with. So Every single one of the clients that I work with right now and always, I, like, I, it's like Christmas morning for me or whatever. It's like I win the lottery. I mean, I'm so excited to get on the call with them, to get laser focused on whatever it is we're working on together and to help them create incredible success that's fulfilling and also to leverage their lifestyle. So one of the biggest things I work with my clients on is helping them leverage their lifestyle. So more success, more success, and what do you do each time you make more money and have more success, and how can you leverage that so that you're continuing to create more and more time freedom? So that's one of the things that I am really passionate about, helping people create in their lifestyle, empowering them and helping them to really live the life that they dream and desire. So the, the second half of what my big aha moment was in this and you get to hear about the rest of the test drive. This is so hilarious and really, really exciting. I wish I would have videotaped this part. Um, 
So we take the Land Rover, we're driving around, you know, we hop on the highway, we get off, we're doing a couple of back roads, and we come back to the dealership, and they actually have a terrain, like demo, whatever you want to call it, that they take you on. However, this was the the dealer, the guy that took us on the test drive, not the dealer, but whoever the guy was that took us on the test drive, he was like, for this part, I have to drive. So I get out of the car, I go on the passenger side, put my seatbelt on, of course, because we're getting ready to do this, like, crazy, like, adult roller coaster kind of situation. And I'm thinking, man, I wish my boys were with me because I know they would have loved this experience. So the first thing we do is we go over a bunch of railroad ties and the car, he, the guy, the guy's saying, like, do you see how the car is walking itself? And, I mean, it did feel like it's walking itself. Apparently, the Land Rover kind of levels itself out. At this point, I'm still not super impressed, and I'm like, I don't know if this is actually, you know, for that long to be all jazzed up and excited about, I want to get this Land Rover, I want to get this Land Rover, and then go and test drive it and be like, man, I'm kind of disappointed, and I don't even know if this is a car that I want anymore. Um, so, in any case, we're going over these railroad ties, and then we turn this sharp corner, so it's like a mock course that they created. We turn the sharp corner and we go down this like raggedy, you know, jaggedy, raggedy, like tilted, rocky terrain. So it's not, you know, it's not like a brick road. It's like literally like a rock road. And I mean, the car is seriously tilted at like a 90 degree angle. I mean, I've I felt like I was going to land on the floor right? <laughs> or on the ground and fall out the window or out the door. And so most cars probably would have fallen over and done like, a, you know, rolling over kind of thing. And, and so it was, it was kind of cool. Like it was impressive. And then we went up over this big hill part, still all rocky roads and like backed up and everything. And so the guy's showing the different features of the car. And so Here's the big aha moment on this aspect of things. Who cares was what I was thinking. I was like, let me hear the radio. Like, I love music. What are the speakers like in this car? So, again, the guy's not speaking my language. He's telling me about all these features that I really didn't give a flying crap about. And the other part of this is that clients are paying for an experience with you. They're not just paying for your whatever, your service or your product. They're actually paying for an experience. And so this was a great experience, right? Like it was a test drive that had a little bit of like a, an adult roller coaster aspect to it at the end, and my husband thought it was totally cool. However, it wasn't something that I exactly cared about. I, I mean, it just wasn't exciting to me. I mean, I'm an entrepreneur. I work out of my house. The rain, or the Land Rover has about five different features. So you're like driving normal. It has like a snow and rain feature. It has a Arizona terrain feature. It has all these other features that I'm never going to use, nor are they things that I care about. If it's snowing outside, I'm probably just going to be staying at home anyhow because I work out of my house. So had the guy taken some time in the beginning, to really listen and ask questions and get to know about me and my lifestyle and what was I going to be driving this car for and stuff, he could have accentuated some other features and given me the experience of those other features that were important to me 
And then I would have probably have been way more likely to jump on the opportunity to buy this car right away because he was not only speaking my language but giving me an experience that I was looking for. So when you're offering your product or your service to your potential clients, you need to think about what the experience is that they want to have. And this could potentially be something else that you would put in your survey. If you think about an experience that you yourself have had, you know, I think about there's a jewelry company in New York that I went to last year, and I bought myself a bracelet when I was there, and it was like, you know, I'm a, definitely like a recycling, earth-friendly, like, green person and all this stuff. And so they go to wrap up my bracelet, and they got it in, like, an, an organza bag, and then they put it in another bag, and then there's tissue paper and, like, all this stuff that I felt like, you know, really was this all this necessary. But honestly, at the end of the day, it was the experience of me really feeling like, totally taken care of by this store and like a VIP, you know, it was like Christmas for me. They're really wrapping up this bracelet and like putting it in all this beautiful wrapping and bags and stuff like that. And it made me feel really, really special. And so the likelihood of me going back there versus someone putting the bracelet in a plastic bag and then, you know, a zipper plastic bag and then putting it into like a plain brown paper bag with no tissue and that sort of thing. I'm not saying I wouldn't go go to a store that had bracelets and gave them, but you get the point of what I'm trying to say about the experience. And so think about experiences that have left you feeling really taken care of, really excited, really special, really like you were the VIP. You could think about like vacations that you've been on or hotels that you've stayed at. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like a super high-end, you know, top-of-the-line hotel. I mean, we stayed a while up back in, in um, November up in Rhode Island in Newport, and we stayed at this awesome little boutique hotel. And our experience there was phenomenal, and our kids still talk about it. In fact, my youngest son actually said, I want to move there. He wanted to, like, move in and live there at the hotel. <laughs> Um, so just really thinking about the type of experience you want to provide for your clients, the type of experience that you yourself would want to have if you were making an investment and providing that for your clients and doing your homework and doing your research and asking the questions to get to know what it is each of your clients is looking for. So really what's happened here, and a lot of you have heard me talk about this before, I'm not an advocate for getting paid by the hour. And the reason for that is because I'm not paid for my time. I am paid for the ideas and the creativity and the innovation and the results that I can deliver and the experience that I'm giving. So do you see how you can really shift out of this dollars per hour mentality, which is so crappy. I don't know who created it, but it's so crappy. And here's the thing. If you think about it in this regard, this is typically an example I give to my clients. If you go and you get a massage for one hour and you pay $150 for this one-hour massage and it's really not the greatest, you could go and get a massage with someone else and it could be maybe $60 for one hour and it was the best massage of your life 
And so do you see how I'm saying you're not paying for someone's time. You're paying for their expertise and you're paying for the experience that you receive. And people will continue to invest with you if you continue to deliver an exceptional experience that's really speaking their language, that's really speaking to what is important to them. This is where people will get their wallets out. You know, when your clients are going to get their wallet out to invest with you, it's because they're totally jazzed up about the experience that you're going to deliver. They're totally jazzed up because they feel heard. They're totally jazzed up because you're speaking their language. And so for this particular example, on Friday night, had this guy asked me about how often do I drive and where do I typically drive to and you know, was gas mileage important to me and, you know, all these different things he could have asked me and then literally given me a test driving experience of those particular features and not paid any attention to the other features or asked, are you interested in hearing about the other features that the Land Rover is really well known for, even though you're probably never going to use them? Then I would have felt heard, I would have felt validated, and I probably would have pulled my wallet out to buy the vehicle. At this point, I'm still contemplating other vehicles. So that is when your clients are really going to get their wallet out to invest with you. It will have clients flocking to you. It will have you converting clients much more easily. Your conversion rate will go up. And that is basically my amazing experience here. So know that people pay for the experience that they value. That essentially is the lesson here. And so if you can really understand and get that, that people are paying for the experience that they value. They're not paying for the experience that you value. And it doesn't matter what anyone is buying. It doesn't matter if they're buying a shirt, a bracelet, a car, a coaching package, um, a teleclass, a teleseminar, an educational seminar. Um, you know, a live workshop, whatever it is, that's what they're paying for. And, and like even using the example of someone who's like a web designer or a graphic designer or a website builder, again, people are continuing to pay, and they will pay a premium dollar. That's the other thing that you really need to understand. I personally will pay more money because I want to work with someone in the United States that does fabulous website building, and I'm willing to pay extra money. And I have a phenomenal website person that actually lives like 20 minutes away from me that I adore, that I refer people to, and I'm willing to pay a premium for his services because he's an exceptional service deliverer, he's timely, he's communicative. Like these are all things that are highly important to me when I hire a team on. And the other thing is, to know that you're not paid for your time and you can't promise results. You are not responsible for your clients. You are responsible to them and that you are actually paid for the experience that you deliver. So the sooner you can get more clear on the experience you deliver and what's a premium and what's not a premium, because all of your clients aren't going to be premium clients, then you are able to meet your clients at different levels along the way. So I'm just going to check in and see if we have any questions coming in. So for those of you on the webcast, please feel free to type your question in the question and answer box there. 
And if you would like to remain anonymous, you can certainly do that every week. It's your option. And if you're on the phone line, you can press star 2 to raise your hand. Typically, I reserve the second half an hour of the radio show for question and answer time. And if not, we can certainly dive into some more juicy content here. But again, if you're on the phone line, please press star 2 to raise your hand, and I will unmute your line. And if you are on the webcast, you would type your question right into the question and answer box there, and I will be able to read your question via the Internet. Let me just check the webcast here. Everybody's quiet again. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like I said, press star 2 for those of you on the line, and for those of you on the webcast, type your question and answer right in there, and I will get it. So... I will just continue on here until we get some brave people to step up and ask some questions if they have any questions. And also, just to let you know, too, guys, the questions don't have to be pertaining to the topic. If you have a question pertaining to what we've discussed, that's fantastic. If you need live laser coaching, you know, this is what people are paying me thousands of dollars for. Um, you will, you know, I'm happy to help you sort out anything that you might be dealing with. If you need a strategy for making more money or anything like that, I can quickly coach you on that. And so feel free to ask any question whatsoever that is um, pressing for you or any situation in your life right now that is pressing for you, and um, I'm happy to answer that. So... The last thing I reserved to discuss with you, which is really a critical component as a successful business owner, is making empowered money decisions, not only as a business owner, but also as a consumer. And so as a successful business owner, you need to be continuously making choices and decisions that empower you financially. So I've gone through some of this content before, but I'm going to go through a couple of them again real quick. If you are an entrepreneur, you need to have a separate checking account. You do not need – your checking account, your personal checking account, and your business checking account need to be separate. If they are not, please take action today. <laughs> and these things affect your level of success. And successful businesses out there have these practices. They take these steps to ensure financial empowerment and financial success. So the first thing, if you have not done so already, would be that you need a separate business checking from your business, uh, pardon me, from your personal checking. The second thing is you need to begin paying yourself on a regular basis. And it's not the amount that matters. It's actually the action. Same thing goes for meditation and visualization and journaling and all of that, going to the gym, all of it. It's always going to be not the amount in the beginning that matters, but the action. When you're laying new habits, it's always going to be the consistent action that creates the desirable results. The other thing you need to do is you need to know how much you have in your checking account. You need to be checking your checking account on a regular weekly basis, one or two times per week, if not more. And you also need to be tracking your money. So on a daily basis, be tracking your money. And for anyone on the call right now, if, if you want a money tracking sheet, I have one I'm happy to share with you. 
and um, you would just email me at Rebecca at RebeccaMatthias.com, and I'd be happy to send that over to you. It's a, it's a brilliant tool, and it will help you to attract more money faster by tracking your money. Mo- money loves for you to pay attention to it. The energy of money is really that of like a relationship that you would have with an actual person. So the more you can treat money lovingly, take care of it, nurture it, pay attention to it, the more money that will come to you through whatever means necessary. The other thing that you need to do is if you have any debt or you have any credit cards, you need to know what are the limits, what are the balances, what are the interest rates. At any given moment, walking into any kind of an opportunity, you need to be empowered to know what your current financial circumstances are so that if an opportunity comes along for you, you don't have to go check to see if you can say yes. You just say yes. An empowered business owner is also going to start a self-growth fund. And the self-growth fund would pay for things like programs, um, conferences, private coaching. And again, this doesn't matter about the amount in the beginning. In the very beginning of my business, I was literally putting in $10 a week to my self-growth account. But over time, it added up. Over time, the weekly amount that I was putting in grew and was larger. And eventually, I was in a place not, not of disempowerment any longer, but in a place of empowerment. And so, when programs and coaching certification opportunities and that sort of thing came around, I literally could say yes on the spot because I had that money set aside specifically for that particular thing. Many of you have probably heard me say before, too, that I, I value coaching. Like, to me, having ongoing coaching with high-level mentors is like brushing my teeth. It's a necessity. It's something that is important that's a part of my daily weekly activity and habits and that sort of thing. And so that is a must for me. And when something becomes a must for you, it will happen. If it's not a must for you, it will not happen. So even just getting financially healthy and organized here, it has to become a must for you. It's not like, oh, maybe I'll get around to opening up that business checking account later on. It doesn't work that way. You have to take action in order to create more abundance and you have to be willing to take the steps that you can take and then allow miracles to occur because certainly there's life's magic. You know, if you're watching a flower unfold, it's almost magical to a certain degree. So I'm going to go back over to the phone lines real quick here and just see if we've got any questions. And again, press star 2 if you're on the phone line. I will unmute your line. And if you're on the webcast, just type your question and answer right into the box there. So the other thing is looking at if you're in a cohabitive relationship or if you're in a marriage or a boyfriend-girlfriend or fiancé, whatever it is, that you need to be aware of the financial situation. One person taking over the finances is never going to create two empowered people. So if you have anything that's joint, very often what will happen, what I've seen with a lot of clients is, one particular party in the relationship will be the person who manages the finances. 
And it, that is actually the situation for me. Like, I manage most of the finances, but my husband will go on regularly and look at the accounts and, you know, hop on, and we're very communicative about what's going on financially and that sort of thing. And each of us is empowered to make our own money choices. And, you know, obviously, if we're investing in a big ticket item, we'll discuss it with one another and that sort of thing. But it's a coming together, and it's a collaboration, and it's we're meeting on the same level. And that is really important, too. And an empowered financial, per, you know, someone who is empowered financially is going to be in their power and be confident to come to the other person in the relationship to discuss things from a place of empowerment and not coming from a place of, you know, I, I want to go get this, but I'm not sure if it's going to be cool with my husband or my wife or my girlfriend or my fiancé or my boyfriend or whatever floats your boat in a relationship. Um, and, and really being empowered as a business owner. If you are a business owner, then I, you need to have your own personal business checking. Sorry, I need to be more clear about that. You need to have your own business checking in your name only. In other words, if you have a business, there's no need for your spouse or your fiancé or whoever to be on your checking account unless they're in some way a business partner or something like that. It's very important for you as a business owner to have your own, in your own name or in your business's name, checking account and savings account. And then within that one savings account, there would be like different savings buckets that would enable you to save for different things, whether you have a certain amount set aside for taxes or a certain amount set aside for self-growth or a certain amount set aside to reinvest in your business because certainly that is a critical thing when you're growing your business and hopefully you're always growing your business. So really making choices that are going to empower you and then also making choices that will empower you as the consumer because as a business owner, there are things that you're consistently buying, constantly purchasing. So knowing, doing your homework, knowing the research, if you're, you know, for a while I've kind of been researching different video equipment because I do video blogs pretty often. And is that where I want to allocate my money right now or do I want to invest in something else? And so being very conscious about how you're investing not only your money but also your time because time essentially becomes money. And that's what I mean when I say leveraging your lifestyle so that each time you're bringing in more money, you're leveraging things to free things up so that you can continue to build on the lifestyle that you're wanting to create. The goal of owning your own business is not for you to serve the business. It's for the business to serve you. And creating multiple streams of revenue is another way to really empower yourself. And again, being financially conscious. There's so many times where I talk to people and it's like the fear of the unknown overtakes them and they don't want to know what's going on. It's like a lot of times people don't want to go to the doctor because they're afraid the doctor is going to tell them they're sick or they have a mole that needs to get removed or something like that. And in the same regard, a lot of times people will avoid looking at their finances because they don't want to see what they think is already there when in reality it might not even be as bad as they think it is. And so the important thing is to get honest get in reality with money 
and get really honest about where you are and what is attainable and what is not attainable. What are your savings goals? Do you even set money goals? Because if you're not setting money goals, then probably you're not going to reach your financial goals that you, you know, a lot of times people will just sit around and dream and think about things and not really create these tangible goals. You need to have annual goals, but you also need to be breaking them down. And it's not just a health goal. You know, you need a wealth goal as well. You need a money goal. You need a bold money goal. And literally writing it down. So if you want to create consistent $10,000 a month, then that's your goal for the year, and then break it down. So what do you need to make per week in order to achieve that goal, and what are potential options and opportunities that you have to create the revenue streams that meet that financial goal? All right, so I'm just going to pop back over here in case we do have any question askers. And again, like I said, you can ask a question about anything at all, get coaching on anything that you want. This is a place for you to get supported. And if you have a question that you want to remain anonymous with, you can um, ask your question and just put anonymous in the name slot there. And for those of you on the phone line, just press star 2 to raise your hand, and I will see your hand raised and unmute your line there. Awesome. All right, you guys are super quiet. I see all of you on the phone and on the webcast here, and everyone's just like, <laughs> quiet. Um, so, you know, think about any of the topics on today's call that have maybe triggered something, maybe something has inspired you, and really staying out of judgment. So often people judge themselves for where they are, which continues to perpetuate the problem. So if something, you know, again, money is a very charged topic for most people. And if I've said something and you're like, oh, you know, I should have done that a long time ago or I'm such an idiot or how am I ever going to become a successful business owner because I have this problem and I have this problem and I didn't do it this way and Rebecca's saying, you know, to be empowered financially, you need to do things this way. The, the whole purpose here on these legendary leadership radio shows is to create awareness and for you to hear things that might be new that you've never heard before that you can implement, that are easy to implement, that these small steps will be what empowers you to do things better and to be more. And as you begin to learn more, you can become more. These calls are never here for you to walk away kind of kicking yourself in the butt and being, you know, pissed off or, you know, bottom line is the point of power is always in the present moment. And so in this present moment, you have the ability to make new choices. You have the ability to come at life from an empowered place or from a victimhood place. You have the power to change what you're doing. And there's simple, easy little changes in each moment and in each day. And the goal is just to become more efficient at what you do. So if the work for one day is eight things on a to-do list, focus on one at a time and do each one efficiently and know that that work is done for that day. Don't focus towards the next day. Don't go so far into the future that you literally sweep yourself off your feet, not in a good way romantically, like in a bad way. (laughs) 
And so a lot of times if you, people will have a vision, and it's incredible to have a vision and have that vision. However, don't get so far into the future that you sabotage the present moment because, again, the point of power is always in the present moment. If your goal is $120,000 for the year and you break it down to $10,000 per month and you're maybe it's, here it is, it's May, right? And let's say you've only created $30,000 so far instead of $50,000 so far. Don't see yourself as behind. See yourself as being right where you are supposed to be. If you weren't right where you are supposed to be, then you wouldn't be where you are. So honor yourself for where you are. And the other way to accelerate manifesting things is to take time to appreciate yourself. Take time to appreciate your accomplishments. Take time to acknowledge the progress that you've made, the success that you've created. So often we're looking towards that future accomplishment that we fail to really acknowledge and accept and appreciate with gratitude the work that is being done in this moment. So just being grateful to yourself for taking this time during this hour to be present on this radio show, which will dramatically change your life. Just by showing up here every week, you will be a change maker. Just by showing up here every week, you will become more empowered. Just by showing up here every week, you will begin to transform the level of success that you create. And if you're feeling inspired right now, then inspire someone else by sharing the sign-up link with them and having invite them to Legendary Leadership Radio Show. These are my way of giving back. I love doing them. They energize me every week. And for for those of you who do coaching with me at 3 o'clock on Tuesdays, you know how much more powerful our coaching calls can be some days because I'm so pumped up from this radio show. And it literally carries, uh, carries through with me throughout the week. So know that you are on the right path no matter where you are. If today is the day that you recognize that the the point of power is in the present moment, that is a lot more than most people out there have even become aware of. So congratulate yourself for taking the time to be present with other like-minded people from across the globe. This is an international call. We have, like, people from calling, calling in from all over in the Facebook group with Wendy from Cape Town in Africa and, like, how exciting that is and... You know, and it it is as exciting as the client next door, you know, for those of you that I work with locally. I'm just as excited to see your faces show up and your phone numbers show up on these calls. And so just really honoring yourself for who you are, where you are on the journey, and continuing to take part and take time for these types of trainings that will enable you to be more, do more, and have more. So I'm just going to check the webcast one last time before we wrap up here. And I love answering questions, you guys. So if somebody type something in or raise your hand, I can't believe how quiet you guys are this week. Usually we've got lots of question askers. So, again, if you're on the call, you would just press star 2 to raise your hand. And on the webcast, just go ahead and type right into the Q&A there. 
and I will be happy to answer your call. All right, one last one last shout out, guys, and maybe we'll wrap up a little early today. So awesome. Well, I'm not seeing any Q and A. I hope everything's working properly on the internet there for everyone. And um, I just want to give a big, warm thank you to everyone who has joined us for this week. And big announcement here, guys. Oprah's ex-producer is our guest for next Tuesday. You will not want to miss this call with Natalie Marshall. She is a PR and media expert, and she is going to teach us all about how we can use media and PR for free to get it done and get more successful and attract more clients and attract more business. So brilliant foundation from today's call. You now know how to speak your client's language, and if you don't, you can go do the survey. Know what your clients value and know what kind of an experience they want to have that you can deliver. Your sales will accelerate, and next week we will be building on this topic by having Natalie on as our guest, and she will share with you so you'll have this beautiful foundational piece in place where you know what you do, you know how your clients are valuing things, you, they know, you know what experience they want to have. And next week we'll be talking about how you can get so much more exposure and reaching more clients and figuring out where your clients are and how to connect with them and how to have a bigger media presence so that you can become like a celebrity status, which will dramatically increase your success and your exposure, and literally help you overnight create and attract more clients. So have a great rest of the day, everyone, and thank you for joining us for the call today. And you're welcome, Melanie. I just saw a quick comment. So you're welcome, Melanie. So glad you could join us today. And have an awesome rest of the day, guys.